Well, hello and welcome to This New Light, the podcast, where I invite you to join me in an open conversation about music, creativity and life. This is episode two and I'm really thankful you've decided to tune in once again. In today's instalment, I'll be discussing my upcoming music release and some other plans I have for the rest of 2020. I hope that no matter where or when you're listening to this, that these words encourage, refresh and motivate you to take on this universal experience we call life. So let's dive in. First of all, I want to say a big, big thank you to everyone who has listened and streamed the pilot episode of This New Light, the podcast. It was really exciting to record and share that content with you, and I've had a really positive response to it. So if you have any thoughts, questions uh, that you want to share with me about this podcast so far, please message me at This New Light Music for Instagram and Facebook and at This New Light for Twitter. Now, four things that I want to say before we get into today's topic. Firstly, um, a reminder that these episodes are only going to be 20 minutes long and I'm going to do my best to run them as one take. Now, I do have some notes in front of me to guide me and I do have my timer just here to make sure I stay on topic, but to the best of my ability, I'm going to keep these episodes unpolished and unedited. The second thing I want to say is that these podcasts are available on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, and a few other streaming services, but if you don't have a paid subscription to any of those platforms, you can still access this podcast for free at www.anchor.fm slash thisnewlight. The third thing I want to say is that for the next episode, I'm hoping to get another artist on, and that's to make this more like a conversation. I'm really excited to, I guess, open up um, the discussion on this podcast to other songwriters and to other creatives and not just talk about my own music. The fourth thing I wanted to say is that I'm going to try and upload these episodes regularly, but I can't guarantee new episodes every week or every fortnight. I'm going to do my best to find moments in my week to record episodes, but there's no guarantee, again, that I'll be able to do that regularly. Alright, let's get to today's topic, my upcoming music release, Awakening. Awakening is the first song on my sophomore EP, and I actually scrapped about four others before deciding Awakening was track one. I may end up using those other songs in the future, but for now I'm going to put them on hold. Awakening to me feels like... um, a track that's reminiscent of Dawn. It has the same cinematic approach to storytelling, and I think really start to finish, there's a transformation that takes place musically and thematically that just sets it up right to be track one. Now, on Awakening, I'm actually working with a producer, which is something I've never really done before. I'm working with a guy called Hayden, who has collaborated with... Hollow Coves and a bunch of other bands and artists in Brisbane and he's really done a lot of production work. He's taught at a music college in Brisbane and his contribution to this song is really, really exciting. About the middle of 2019, we began discussions about uh, working on this song or working on an EP um, and we've decided to just go with a single for now and see what that looks like um, in a few months' time. 
We recorded a lot of Awakening in January of this year um, and since then have been bouncing ideas back and forth. Um, But the track is in a really great place and I'm excited to share it with you soon. I don't have a release date for that just yet, but we're very close to finishing that song. Um, For the the artwork for this track, um, I'm working with a good friend of mine, Daniel Faint who is a Brisbane-based photographer. Uh, I tag him in every photo on Instagram that he has taken. He's done a lot of shoots for TNL. He's come to a lot of gigs. um, And it's been really cool to work with him over this time. He's an absolute legend. And the shoot that we did um, a while back has turned out really, really well. Um, A few nights ago, we were looking through the edits. And I think we've come up with a really nice, crisp, simple timeless cover that's going to suit this song and this EP. On this track specifically, there have been a few contributors um, to the sound and to the instrumentation, um, and that's Evan, who plays flugelhorn on this track. Um, He's also featured on uh, the last EP, playing some flugel and trumpet. On this track, we also have James, who plays electric guitar, And we're still working on some backing vocalists for the end of the track. We're trying to get a real anthem, choiry finish to the song. All right, so let's get into the story behind this track. At the moment, the title is Awakening. Um, I've, I've suggested a few different names, but for now, it's Awakening. It's just a working title, so that could change between now and the release date. But essentially, the song is based upon two quotes that I want to share with you now. So the first quote is, like a phoenix from the ashes. And that's an idiom, uh, a phrase that is used very commonly, which means something that was uh, dead or not present, something that wasn't there is now rising. Um, and, and it's a cool quote uh, to me that, that just symbolizes something coming to life. The, the context of me, I guess, discovering this quote and, and feeling like it needed to be in a song, the context was uh, about a year ago, um, I was sitting with my oldest brother watching the AFL and uh, we both support the Brisbane Lions. Now, they're a team who have really, I guess, not, not fared well in the last decade of, of footy. Um, They haven't performed particularly well. Um, They've had some challenges with their team and their squad and their coaches. But in the last few years, they've really recovered well. And instead of being a team fighting for the wooden spoon or the bottom of the table, they're actually competing with a lot of the top teams. And so we were watching this game, me and my brother, and uh, he used this phrase like a phoenix from the ashes and he was associating it with how Brisbane had gone from being one of the bottom teams to now competing for the top. And that phrase, I think I'd heard it before, but not used in such a familiar context. So when I heard that, I was like, that has to be a song. That has to be a lyric that I use in one of my songs. And so over that weekend, I began writing this song. And actually, I probably wrote the bulk of it over an hour or so, and it had a really nice atmosphere and a really hopeful atmosphere that I was excited to share. Now, the second quote that actually helped form this song comes from a guy called Alan Turing. 
He said, sometimes it is the people no one can imagine anything of who do the things no one can imagine. And that's a really powerful quote. Um, If you don't know where that comes from, um, Alan Turing was a mathematician um, who lived in the World War II uh, period. And He's, he's kind of been brought to light recently in a movie called The Imitation Game. Now, it was actually played last night on TV, which kind of makes, makes this even funnier because I knew I was going to do this podcast episode today. I knew I was going to talk about this quote, and it just so happened that this, this, um, this phrase came up in the movie, and I thought, oh, that's really nice. They've used someone else's quote and, and made this really inspirational, but actually it's this guy, Alan Turing, who says this quote, and it's an amazing story about pretty much him creating this machine uh, that turns the tide of war. And his character is very socially awkward. Um, He's incredibly smart, but challenged in his social interactions. Anyway, I love the movie. You should definitely go and watch it. But this quote um, really gave more depth to the story I was telling in Awakening. And the story is, I would say, redemptive. What I mean by that is there's a transformation from beginning to end. There's a development of character, of story that happens within uh, this song, and it's redemptive. There's, um, there's a low point at the beginning of this song, and through the journey of the lyrics and the music, we get to the end, and it's hopeful, and there's a shift, and there's this moment of value um, that we see in the lyrics. And this idea of the song being redemptive is actually, uh, I guess, a theme that I see in all five of these tracks for the next EP. And I want to talk about that, um, this idea of songs being redemptive. It's something that I've kind of explored in some of my older songs, um, but maybe not so much uh, explicitly and intentionally in the new stuff. There's some songs I put out last year, um, Anchorage and the other one, that are quite serious and sad and and sombre, and really the atmosphere of those songs, there isn't a lot of hope that's presented in the lyrics or in the music. And, and what I wanted to do was be vulnerable about some of the challenges I've had in my life, and, and I've shared about that in some other posts and videos. But I wanted to share those those moments um, with you that are, are close to me and that I wouldn't normally share. But to me, those songs don't have a huge presentation of uh, resolution. There isn't necessarily a sense of a positive uh, ending to those songs, but rather just I present the seriousness of those situations. There's another song that I did, Doors, that's up on YouTube. Um, Check that out. Uh, I I just did an acoustic version of that song, and I don't plan on releasing it. But that song uh, isn't necessarily redemptive in in the lyrics or the story, but in me performing that song live, I feel is very healing. And I remember writing that song, and uh, it it came out of a very awkward and disjointed conversation I had with someone. Um, and in writing that song and in performing it, um, it, it's been healing. And when I finished writing that song, I actually remember singing it about 10 times in a row. Um, and, and each time it felt like I was, 
more at peace with that situation, um, more reconciled with it. And so this idea of uh, redemptive songwriting has been more implicit in the past, but I'm hoping with this new song Awakening and, and, and with the songs on this new EP that this idea of redemptive songwriting is going to come through stronger, a whole lot stronger with these new tracks. Um, and you might be asking, why is that important? Well, to me, I see music as a powerful tool to convey hope and to convey um, joy uh, and, and positive things. And whilst it can be used to um, talk about serious issues and, and all those things, I want my music to uplift people. And as I said at the beginning of this episode, I want these words in this podcast to be encouraging, motivating and refreshing to you. And in the same way, I want my music to do the same. I want it to uplift you. I want it to encourage you. And I want it to be positive because I feel like that's what's going to make you come back to it. And it's what's going to um, hopefully uh, provide some truth for you, um, whether it's you're going through a situation that's tough and a song of mine is able to um, bring joy or whatever it is. Uh, the important part is I want these songs to have a positive effect on you. And that's why I see um, redemptive songwriting as something that I really need to incorporate. I want to talk about the low points in life, but then provide a positive perspective on that. And I think that shines through as well in in the name This New Light. To me, that's hopeful. That's There's something new. There's something positive. There's something optimistic about that name. And I want that to also flow into my music. An artist that has really influenced that approach um, that I'm taking is a guy by the alias Sleeping At Last. Um, he is an American-based songwriter, singer, and producer, and he writes some beautiful music. He has an amazing voice, um, really captivating, really moving, and uh, I love his music. Please check it out. But he also has a podcast where he talks about music being a source of healing and music being redemptive, and that's very much influenced um, my approach to music. And I love how he, he takes the audience on a journey as he sings these songs. And, and that's what I want to replicate in my own music. I want these songs to move you from a negative place to a positive place. I want to talk about the parts of life that aren't always addressed and, and hopefully bring a positive perspective to them. Ultimately, I want my songs to bring healing to you musically and thematically. Now, the next thing that I want to discuss is, I guess, my plans for the rest of this year and the release schedule that I'm going to abide by. Um, now, I've seen a big trend in recent years of artists releasing a lot of music very quickly. The first instance that comes to mind is back in uh, late 2018, one of my favourite artists, Anderson Pack, released an album called Oxnard, and then months later, actually only I think two or three months later, he released another full-length album called Ventura. And both of those albums are amazing. I love listening to them. But I was so surprised at how quickly he could put out two albums. Now, he may have been sitting on those songs for quite some time, but I think it is still an achievement to put out so much music so quickly. 
Another instance that comes to mind is more recently, um, the 1975 put out uh, a new album, I think on Friday, and it's got 22 tracks on it, which is, which is great. I think it's awesome to put out a lot of music. But as I went to listen to this album, um, I, I got about seven tracks in and then got busy um, and, and couldn't finish it. And I actually haven't had the chance to go back and listen to those tracks. And I'm not saying that's a problem, but I think the the issue that I'm seeing maybe in the music industry is this oversaturation of content. And I think that stems from the idea um, that if you're not sharing music regularly, then you're old news. I think that also has a huge influence on the social media world, where if you're not posting regularly to your Instagram or your Instagram stories, then you're also old news. And I think that's a really destructive culture. But at the same time, I think that's just where we're at. Um, Information is so accessible and so shareable that pretty much if you're not doing that, if you're not sharing regularly, then people aren't paying attention to you. So getting back to the music culture of that, it means artists are releasing a lot of music regularly. And every Friday I go and check Spotify's new releases and you can see that there'll be five, ten new artists that have put out major albums that are significant and that have big followings. And so this oversaturation is very dissimilar to the 20th century record and CD style way of music being released. My understanding of the 20th century music world was that specific record labels would have limitations on the music they put out and they had to sign artists and artists could only put out so much music. The records had limits on the amount of tracks. Say a single could only have one or two tracks and an EP could only have four. All those things meant that there was a limit to how much music was being put out there. With the 21st century, uh, anyone can write music and anyone can put it up on these major platforms. And that's really good because honestly, I wouldn't be here if it weren't for that accessibility. But it also means there's this constant oversaturation of music and content being put out there. And listeners, I think, maybe are struggling to keep up. I don't think they're going to admit that because no one's going to complain about too much music. But I think what it's doing is there's this new lack of appreciation around the music. And that's not because they don't like the music. It's just because there's too much out there. Anyway, so without waffling on too long, I wanted to say that the way I'm going to release the five tracks for this EP is going to be staggered. And I'm pretty much going to release each of these songs as a standalone single. That's so that I can honor the process of songwriting that it's taken to put those songs out. Um, And that's also to balance my busy study and music schedule. I hope in doing this, you can appreciate each track. and, And really, I'm giving each of these songs the best chance to be appreciated and and all of that. Ultimately, I'm just learning to be patient with this production process and I just want to come against this culture of oversaturation. I want to go back to basics and just release singles and to enjoy sharing a song as it is. So that's where I'm going to leave this episode today. Thank you so much for sticking around till the end. 
I really do hope you have enjoyed yourself and benefited from something I've shared. As I said earlier, message me through social media for any questions, feedback. I'd love to start that conversation with you. And I really do hope to see you for episode three, where hopefully we'll have an artist join me for the conversation. As always, stay safe, stay healthy, and never let your froth for life fade away. Peace out.